Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Unscrewed, the show that knows that real liberation includes sexual liberation. I am your host, Jacqueline Friedman, and welcome to another Spare Parts episode of Unscrewed, where we bring you a little of this, a little of that, and we get you in and out in 15 minutes or less. How are you? It is very snowy here in Boston as I record this. And uh, maybe snowy where you are too. If not, don't tell me about it. Actually, I kid. I actually really like the snow. It's pretty and I work from home, so it's not a pain for me. I hope you're all doing well. I have a bunch of stuff to talk about, so I'm just going to dive in. The first is I'm doing a giveaway for the audiobook of my book, which is also called Unscrewed. It's called Unscrewed Women, Sex, Power, and How to Stop Letting the System Screw Us All. And it is if I may say so myself, fucking amazing and important. And I want you to have it. And I am especially psyched because I'm pairing with this new audiobook service called Libro.fm, which is the only audiobook service that you can buy from and support your local independent bookstores. I'm doing this in partnership with my local bookstore, which is Porter Square Books, which is an amazing bookstore here in Cambridge, Massachusetts. But you can do this through whatever bookstore you want. Libro.fm is an amazing way to get audiobooks and support indie bookstores at the same time. And they're supporting me by giving me five copies of the Unscrewed audiobook, which, by the way, is read by yours truly. I spent four days in the studio shredding my voice to read it and like emote every single word of it for you. And I had a great time. So if you want to win one of these amazing audiobooks, here's what you need to do. Go to my Twitter or my Instagram. Uh, Twitter is at Jacqueline F, J-A-C-L-Y-N-F. Instagram is Jacqueline Fable, And find the post where that I made about this giveaway. Make sure you're following me and Porter Square Books, which is my indie bookstore that I love, and Libro.fm, which is just L-I-B-R-O-F-M on Twitter and on Instagram. Make sure you're following Porter Square Books and myself and Libro.fm on either Instagram or Twitter, wherever you're doing this. And then go to the post that I post about this giveaway and tag your friend in a comment on that post. That's all you need to do to enter. And I will pick winners from across Instagram and Twitter on Friday. 
at the end of the day. Uh, so you have all week to do it or you have all the rest of the week to do it. Again, go to my Instagram, Jacqueline F. Abul, or my Twitter, Jacqueline F. Find the post about the giveaway. Make sure you're following Porter Square Books, Libro FM, and me. And comment on the post about the giveaway on my Twitter or Instagram while tagging your friend. That's all you need to do. Uh, and free audiobooks for five lucky people. And the rest of you, you can buy it and support your indie bookstore. It will be amazing. Yes? Yes. Fabulous. Next up, Oklahoma. I know you think I'm saying Oklahoma and I'm going to say something bad next, but actually Oklahoma is the next state to have good sex ed bills happening in it. I read a piece this past week about three bills in Oklahoma that folks are trying to get passed in the legislature that would make sex ed better, or two of them would for sure. The third one seems a little weird to me. The first bill, which is SB 926, which was authored by Senator Kay Floyd, would require students to learn about consent and sexual assault in health classes. Everybody needs it. Not everybody gets it. This bill would fix that. That's amazing. The next bill, which is SB 50, is weird. It says it entails schools to require parents and students grades 6 through 12 to have an annual conversation about things like sex, health, and positive body images which the bill calls communication training. I don't really understand how that works, how they're going to monitor whether parents and their kids are having that conversation and how they're going to support the parents in having that conversation in a really healthy and productive way. So I have question mark, question mark about that. If you're in Oklahoma and know more about it, hit me up. I would love to know more about that bill because it, I'm definitely question mark, question mark about it. But then the third bill is House Bill 1018, uh, which is going to require an update to Oklahoma's HIV and AIDS curriculum, which hasn't been changed since the late 1980s, if you can believe it, which is really appalling just from a public health perspective. So if you are in Oklahoma, if you people you know and love are in Oklahoma, invite them, encourage them to get involved and call their legislators about those bills. Uh, let's see if we can make some better sex head happen in Oklahoma. Let's make Oklahoma lead the rest of the pack. I would love that. And for the rest of you, keep writing in with your sex ed news on what's happening and what we can support wherever you are. Okay, next up, I told you there was a bunch of stuff today. I'm just like a bunch of little stuff, but then we have a big media advice question at the end, I promise. Uh, a couple of event announcements. If you're in New York, I heard from so- some folks I trust that they're hosting a hashtag heal, H-E-L, Me Too festival, which is at healmetoofest.com, which is using theater, live discussion, and podcasts to explore the impacts of sexual violence in some diverse and unexpected ways. And that festival is running from March 27th through April 14th at the IRT in the West Village. So again, that's healmetoofest.com. And you can check out all about that really groovy sounding theater festival that I wish I could attend. But speaking of things that I can attend, you can see yours truly in conversation with the writer Lori Hulse Anderson at Harvard Bookstore, actually literally at the Brattle Theater on March 13th. Lori Hulse Anderson is best known for a YA novel she wrote called Speak, which was one of the first YA novels that really dealt head on about sexual violence and rape culture and consent and got 
like a, a big release and a big readership. Uh, it was a really groundbreaking book. And she is back now with her own memoir, which is called Shout. And I will be in conversation with her, uh, hosted by Harvard Bookstore, physically at the Brattle Theater in Cambridge, March 13th at 6 p.m. There are tickets for sale in advance, so it's possible this thing will sell out. Uh, and you can get them at harvard.com. Would love to see you local Boston, New England folks there. That would be amazing. Okay. I promised that we had an advice question and here we are. So I got this advice question this week and it just kind of stopped my heart and I want to talk about it with you guys. It's from a a listener who would rather remain nameless and so we shall leave her so. And she starts by saying really lovely things about me and my show, which I always appreciate. So thank you, listener. Uh, And then she says... My problem is about a year and a half ago, I went to a party hoping to find someone to hook up with. But by the time I got to the party, I was already very drunk and I don't entirely or very clearly remember what happened that night. I ended up having sex with someone, but I believe I was too drunk to be having sex. I had initially wanted to have sex with this person, but by the time it was happening, I was too drunk to say what I wanted and it felt more like sex was happening to me rather than I was having sex. The next day, I didn't really remember the name or the face of the person I had sex with, and I felt kind of bad about it, but generally fine. Since then, I have genuinely felt very okay about this incident, if maybe a little confused about whether or not it was sexual assault. I have known it technically was probably assault, but because I didn't feel bad about the incident, I didn't think of myself as a survivor of assault. Until yesterday, in a class, We were having a really interesting conversation about consent, and I suddenly felt very panicky and started crying and felt really shaken up for a while. I guess my question is, I feel like I don't feel bad enough about this incident to seek help as a survivor, but I also am realizing maybe I don't feel quite as fine with it as I thought. I feel guilty claiming that experience, even though I know if a friend came to me with this story, I would be a lot kinder to them about that. Do you have any advice going forward as a kind of survivor of assault or just a person who went through a kind of bad sexual experience? I really feel fine about this most of the time, but I don't know what to do about the times that I don't. Okay, listener, the first thing I want to say is I'm really glad you wrote uh, and I'm really glad that you're being honest with yourself. And I'm really glad that you haven't let the fact that this feels complicated stop you from asking for help. So I'm just really proud of you for that. I don't want to tell you what to call your experience. Um, I think that's really personal. I agree that if I heard a description of what you're describing and was asked, like, does that meet the definition of assault? I would absolutely say yes. Uh, But that doesn't mean you have to call it that for yourself. That is deeply personal and not for me to say. I want to say this, therefore, more generally. I spent a lot of time visiting college campuses, attending Take Back the Night Speak Out and working with and talking to survivors over the years. And I've heard from a lot of people who say, It was three years ago, and when it happened, I convinced myself it was just some bad sex. But I've been suffering since then, and I've come around to realize that what happened really did hurt me. 
And so the thing I want to say, and again, I'm not telling you what you have to call this, but I want to say this for everybody, and, and this is the issue that your question raises, is not calling a thing assault does not protect you from trauma. I would that it did, right? Like, we would all just be like, well, I'm not going to call that assault, and we would all be fine. But it doesn't. And I've seen that over and over again, how not calling something assault really mostly just isolates people from being able to identify the ways in which they've been harmed and seek healing and or justice. And then the flip side of that, which is also complicated and hard to talk about and not talked about enough, which is not everyone responds to sexual violence in the same way, right? Like there's no one way to feel about sexual assault. There's no one way that you have to feel to qualify as a survivor. Some people are deeply and profoundly scarred by their experience in a way that never really quite heals. Some people aren't. The reason we speak out about it so forcefully isn't because you're guaranteed to be dehabilitatingly injured by it for the rest of your life. It's because it's quite possible that could happen and the risk is too great, right? So... You could get hit by a drunk driver, for example, and you might sustain a bunch of physical injuries or not, but you were still hit by a drunk driver, right? Like they still broke the law in a way that was incredibly reckless with your life. And maybe you got away with just a few scratches and some emotional trauma from being in a car accident, which is, and maybe you got killed, right? Like people are going to have different experiences with that and it runs the gamut. Um, but we don't say someone wasn't hit by a drunk driver because they weren't hurt very badly. We say, wow, how lucky for you. And then we get very angry that someone was that irresponsible um, and was willing to harm you. So I just want to be really clear about that. There's no level of trauma you have to experience to qualify as a survivor. There's no test. There's no membership dues that you have to pay in trauma. Nobody wants to join this club. Nobody guards the door jealously. And if they do, that's more about them than anything else. So what I would say to you is whatever you want to call this thing that happened is just go get help, right? Like go find a therapist, go call your local rape crisis hotline, or if you don't know where to reach that, call Rain. Go read survivor support boards on the internet, Talk to your friends, people you trust. Seek out the support you need because you have an injury. And because the injury isn't that bad doesn't mean you don't deserve support. You deserve support no matter at what level you've been injured. This is not the Survivor Olympics. Keep asking for help until you get the kind of help that actually helps you. Because sometimes you just don't click with a particular therapist or support group or whatever. And, and then people think, oh, well... I can't be helped or whatever. But like, it's super idiosyncratic. And also sometimes therapists suck. Not every therapist is great. So um, so like, start in those places, but keep asking for help until you get the help that you need and to serve. I'm sorry that that was done to you. I'm sorry that you have had to suffer it without feeling like your suffering was valid. And I, I just want to say your suffering, however large or small, is valid is real and you deserve help and support with it. Uh, And that's for everybody else too. I hope whatever you're suffering with, whether it has to do with sexual violence or anything else, that you 
ask for help and keep asking until you find the kind of help that you need. All right, that is what we have time for today. If you have an advice question for me, whether it has to do with sex or sexual violence or the sexual culture or anything, something you just want explained, it could be, you know, personal or it could be political or theoretical, hit me up, unscrewed at JacquelineFriedman.com or tweet at me or DM me at Jacqueline F on Twitter. Uh, those are probably the best ways to reach me. I love hearing from you and I love hearing what you want to talk about. You can find this podcast, Unscrewed, everywhere fine podcasts are purveyed. Another reminder that we are now on Spotify. We'd love it if you subscribe at Spotify so that they know we have awesome listeners. And while you're at wherever you are, make sure you're subscribed and also give us five stars, a little review, help everybody else find the show. Unscrewed is produced by yours truly, Jacqueline Friedman, and edited by Natalia Rodriguez. Our in-and-out music is by The Pink Tiles, and our cover art is by Nicole Dodonna, and was developed in collaboration with The Establishment, who also developed the sound cues. Until next week, I'm wishing you safe and happy sex lives. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.